Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Local Matters. I'm your host, Rod Henry, along with Pastor Ron Allen. Happy you could join us on this Friday afternoon. Pastor Ron, how are you today? I'm doing great. I'll tell you what a great Friday it is. Always looking forward to the weekend. How about you, Dwight? Same here, <laughs> same here. Looking forward to a great church service on Sunday morning. Encourage the folks out there, man. Yes. Uh, you know, if you don't, uh, we, we've got a good idea for a local home church that don't have one leading hope, but we are blessed. We are blessed yes. with a number of wonderful churches in this community. Our a community is, we are. We are so favored. We have just great churches on every corner. I mean, we have a great Christian community here, Dwight. We have. We sure do. Hey, listen, what I want to talk to you about today, you know, any group you move into or you associate with has their own little language. Have you ever noticed that? Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. my wife is an employee of the state of Tennessee, and I can hear her talking to some of her associates sometimes. It's it's state employees. You know, it's it's the acronyms. It's the, it's the initials. It's the departments. I don't I don't get it. I'm, I'm around some engineers, and they have a language of their own. And you know that I work with, I'm a hospice chaplain, and, mm-hmm. and I'm with nurses a lot. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, and we sit in staff meetings and, and discuss the needs of our patients. And those nurses, you probably know they have a language of their own. Oh, and I remember the very first time that I <laughs> sat down with them. Like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm still, I, I still laugh at this because I'm sitting there. I'm the chaplain, you know, and <laughs> so I mean, I can talk about John three sixteen and those things. And but they said they were talking about a patient, and they said, "Yeah, he's sob." No. Oh. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't say it out loud, but I said, "Excuse me," and they kept referring to it sob, sob. Well, I'm thinking, what in the world? This guy must be really hard to deal with. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really want to meet him. Later, I would learn that in that context, in that language. As far as nurses were concerned, SOB meant short of breath. Okay, so it was okay. different altogether. <laughs> and I simply said all that to say this: that even in Christian circles, in church circles, those of us who've been in church for a long time, we have words and phrases that we just use all the time mm-hmm. that we we think we know what they mean. But folks who are new to this, or maybe who don't move in those circles, have no idea. Exactly. And, exactly. and one, of those, one of those phrases that we hear a lot is is something that I wanted to talk about today. Is this phrase? Let's just, brother. You just got to stand in faith. Oh yeah, stand yeah. in faith. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and so you and I probably have a good idea about what we mean when we hear that or say that. A lot of folks don't. So right. talk about well, that. What is standing well, you in know, faith anyway? You know, Dwight, one of the things about that that phraseology, that terminology, stand in faith. My life, I, I don't know. My conversion story. I came out of a band and played in bars and nightclubs for like four years before I became Christian. And I have never liked quote unquote religion. I've never liked that whole concept of just stiff religion. And, uh, and I have always wanted to get involved and be involved in the nuts and bolts of this thing called faith. Working it every day. How practical application, if it's not practical, if it's not applicable, to me, it's religious, and I want something that works every day, dealing with everyday people, dealing with everyday affairs of life, relationships, how to work with people. And, you know, when I am when I hear the term stand in faith, I'm thinking of the ability to stand in situations that maybe we all face. And, you know, when we stand in faith, uh, there's a scripture that comes to my mind, and it's it's a very common scripture you hear in Christian a lot. It's Ephesians six thirteen. It says, "Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand." Yeah. And so, standing in faith is really Dwight. You know, a, a, a minister years ago uh, used to say, "Faith begins 
where the will of God is known. If you know God's will about something, and we don't want to be assumptive about that and think, well, you know, we know everything and we're, you know, we're high minded about it. But, but really, it's very simple that faith begins where the will of God is known. If God has something written in his word, if something is already written in God's word that is his will, then we don't have to speculate about that. We don't have to wonder whether this is the will of God. And so the processes of learning how to stand in faith really is a, how do I put this? It's a heart-to-heart connection with God where you, through his word, I mean, I'm a firm believer in this. If you don't love God's written word, you really don't know how to love him because he's mm. written us letters. He's written us his word. He's given us his His holy writ, if you would, his holy written word. And so so finding the promises of God, and I love a quote that you you always say, I, and even may even be your motto, that your future is as bright as the promises of God. And yes. I mean, to me, that's that's a that's what I'm saying here, that that when we understand the promises of God, not just for God so loved the world, even though that's very important to us, that's a general promise to the whole world. But when we know specific promises that he makes real to us, when we begin to understand, like if we're dealing with a situation and the Holy Spirit reveals a scripture to us, that's that's what's called a rhema word of God, yeah. a live action word yeah. of God that is for us personally, that God gets through to us, that his Holy Spirit reveals to us. And as that process works, Dwight, and our heart is connected with God, and he begins to deal with our heart about this particular scripture, that's where faith begins in the will of God, and we know really what we're, what we're standing on. You know, that is, that is so rich. So, so standing in faith then begins with finding a promise in God's Word. Yes. Just finding yeah. a promise in God's Word. And that is key to really life. Yes. Because the, the Word itself tells us my people perish or they come to a halt or they don't know what to do for lack of knowledge. So it begins by saying, this is what God's Word says, you know, where I can apply it here. And you stand on that regardless of what you're uh, outward circumstances may say, yeah. and that's where that journey and, begins. And you know, there's a scripture I can't remember. I seem like it's in Second Peter chapter one, Dwight, that says that God has given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Yes. And so, you could take that one scripture, and really, you could cover everything in life. If He's given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Then you can take that, for example, just take that one promise. If you're dealing with a struggle in your life, that would give you something to hold on to, uh, something to hang on to that is from God's word that pertains to everyday life. That that if he's given us all things that pertain into life, then the issue is not his willingness to give. It's not his heart to give. It's not his uh, uh uh, it's not mysticism or him being mystical for us to 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 hear him. He's already made his voice yeah. very well, plain. His voice is very yeah. plain. I've given you all things that pertain into life and godliness. And so if he's already given us those and if we've already got it, then faith is the process where we make that heart connection. And I keep coming back to that, but that seems to be the Holy Spirit in my heart right now is he's wanting that heart connection with him, not just a verbatim or not just a religious saying, not just, well, I can quote this scripture, God sure. gives all things that pertain to life and godliness, but where it's really become something real to us, that we we begin to know him, uh, not 
we have the written word, but we begin to know him based on a relationship through that written word. Sure. Just like I have a marriage license with my wife, but, you know, I don't have the marriage license is what keeps us together. It's our heart connection with yeah, each other. Absolutely. And so it's the word of God, knowing that word and connecting with that word and finding that promise. And, you know, Dwight, that's why I think a a daily dose, if you would, yeah. a daily dose of God's word or whatever you get that word to get that word into your heart. Absolutely. We're happy you're with us today on Local Matters. I'm your host, Dwight Henry, along with Pastor Ron Allen. And today we're talking about what it means to stand in faith. And Pastor Ron, I love that scripture that you quoted because it said, hath given us. Yes. Past tense. Oh. But, you know, when the more I'm learning that everything that I need in this life and for eternity is a part of the completed work of Jesus Christ. Wow. And I'm learning that I've spent a lot of my life asking God for things that he's already given me. Yes. And I'm learning that and and I'm learning that if I'll just say, "Hey, God, thank you that you've given me a measure of faith." You know, I don't have to ask. I've got it. Thank you and just begin to make that confession. It becomes more alive in me and easy, more easy to appropriate and more easy to stand on. Yes. He's done that, it already. That, that thrills my heart. Yeah. We, we, you you mentioned you mentioned the word there or the sentence, the finished work of Jesus. Yeah. Well, we realize that when Jesus hung on the cross and said, it is finished, I mean, he meant it. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, you know what? I mean, he meant that. He did that. not come back and say, whoops, I, right. I, I forgot one out. thing <laughs> here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's the finished work. And so, Dwight, then the issue becomes for us to find the promise, yes. to yes. build the evidence. You know, and and this is this is where I think a lot of people, when it comes to standing in faith, they they just all are maybe speculative about, well, you just never know. You know, I don't know how many times you hear people say, well, you just never know. Well, see, Hosea 4, 6 that you quoted earlier, it says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. But then the next part of that part B of that verse says, and because they have rejected knowledge. Yeah. So we have to be real careful that we don't get into that. Well, you just never know when God is trying to present a promise to us, but because we're weak or because maybe we don't understand, we're not embracing that or taking that promise to build evidence that, we, you know, any good lawyer, when they go to court, they've got their evidence. Yeah. They they build a case. They build their evidence. And so and it's not that we're trying to build evidence to persuade God. He's already persuaded. It's a finished work. We are persuading our own hearts. We're persuading our own minds. We're bringing our own soulless realm, if you would, into alignment with what God's word has already says we have. When he said he's given us all things that pertain unto life yes. and godliness, he hath, as you mentioned earlier, it says he hath given to us. That means past tense. And in the spirit realm, Dwight, in things that are maybe we can't see with the physical eyes, all of this is finished. It's done. I, I use this analogy a lot. You know, I say this a lot. There's seven billion with a B people on the earth. If every person decided to come to the Lord this instant, this moment, this Friday afternoon, then Jesus is not going to have to go back to the cross and do anything. He's not going to have to do anything. It's finished for salvation. And that word we know, salvation, means much more than just the new birth or the spiritual experience. the The definition of the word salvation is mean it means wholeness, prosperity, peace, healing, joy. It, it, really, it's a it's such a complete word in anything that we need in life. But Dwight, we have to. I love the old song. 
standing on the promises. Yeah. You know, standing on the promises yeah. of Christ my King, standing on the promises. And so we have to build that evidence for the promises to persuade what our to persuade our own heart. Exactly right. It's exactly and, and, and for us to to uh, to stand on the word, we've got to have some word in us to stand on. There you I go. Mean, to Boy. fall back on. And that's, <laughs> that's where, a good. We've got to have it. You know, I know. For example, you know, we, you, uh, uh, anxiety, stress. A number of years ago was problem for me, worry. And I, I remember one of the first verses. Is, is, uh, Isaiah says, "That will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on Thee." Well, when I, one of the things that I've learned to do is, is when anxiety and stress starts to come up in me, I say, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa." First of all, God's not giving me a spirit of fear. That's in the Word. Yes, that's God's a promise. Me a that's love, power, that's and a that sound promise. Yeah. And then I say, God, thank you that Your Word says You'll keep me in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on Thee. My mind is on You right now. Mm-hmm. Thank you that I'm in perfect peace, and my mind, my unrenewed mind, has to line up with what's coming out of my mouth, especially if it's if it's a promise from and God. And that that principle that you just mentioned will operate with any promise that that will help us to stand in faith if we're dealing with any circumstance or any situation it will help us with that we're happy to have you with us on local matters dwight henry along with your pastor ron allen today we're talking about what it means to stand in faith we're back with more in just a moment Glad you're with us this Friday afternoon. This is Local Matters. I'm your host, Dwight Henry, along with Pastor Ron Allen. We're talking today about what it means to stand in faith. And we talked, Pastor Ron, uh, before about you find a promise to stand on, something from God's Word. Bible says that heaven and earth will pass away, but God's word will not pass away. Exactly. And everything we need pertaining to life of God, unless Christ has already provided for us. So we talked about, you know, it's helped me to find a specific promise, a specific yes. verse. And, yes. and when I'm going through whatever, I, I go back and say, wait a minute. Yeah, this, I'm not denying the circumstance. I'm not denying this need. But faith, as you say so well, doesn't deny reality. It changes reality. If Mm -hmm. I can go back and get something inside me that's bigger than what's pressuring me on the outside and just stand on it and confess it and believe it, that's (laughs) that's that's getting a word that uh, standing on the word of God. And by building that evidence and making that personal. See, that's the key. That's the key. Making it personal. Building evidence through God's promises about what his will is. Faith begins where the will of God is known. And so when you know God's will, you're not in disagreement with him or disharmony with him. Your heart is connected with him. And as that, as the process of that promise, as you walk that out, that's this process that we're calling standing in faith. That's the process is standing where, you know, and, and you know, Dwight, Psalms 23 talks about the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want any cause. And he leads us in paths of righteousness. Well, what I've discovered is is following the Lord or following the shepherd, that that uh, that faith journey may not just always be a, a very straight line. There may be some curves in there, some hills that you go up and some around the mountains and different pathways that you take. And, you know, sometimes we want it to be such a straight kind of, <laughs> you know, but we have to be always yielded to the promise, yielded to that promise and make that promise personal in our lives. And, you know, I love that word, Pastor Ron, stand. And you quoted the verse a while ago, having done all in the, about yes. the armor of God. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the armor of God, it's available now. We don't have to pray for us to God to get it. It's right. already there, all those mm-hmm. pieces that, that pertain to us. But it said, I studied that word one time, it said, having done all to stand, stand. And as I studied that word in the Greek, one of the definitions that I really loved was the word means win. Wow. So it says, having done all to win, just go ahead and win. <laughs> love it. I, I love mean, it. You've I done mean. everything you need to win. And just hang it, just stay with it and win. Yes. You're on the right track. Yes. I mean, in the word of God, rich like that. And you know, Dwight, that's the thing about circumstances. You know, when Peter got out of the boat, he said, Lord, if it's you, bid me come. 
Well, Jesus couldn't say it wasn't me. No, it's not me. Don't come. <laughs> because it was him, you know. And so he said, well, come. So yeah. so Peter, that word, see, that word come is what was holding Peter up on the water. But the scripture says he saw the winds boisterous and the waves strong and the winds. And, and what, what happened? He got his eyes off the promise of the word come. And got his eyes on the circumstances. Yes. When he got his eyes yes. on the circumstances, he began to sink. And thank God. I mean, I love the Lord. Thank God. He just began to sink, and Jesus was there to pick him up. You know what I'm saying? But, you know what? And I remember that prayer Peter <laughs> prayed. It wasn't elaborate. It wasn't King James. He just no. said, Lord, help me. <laughs> yeah. And that was all he had time. He was going down. And you know, when, I love you, that. when I, you understand this yeah. concept of the heart of God, what we're yeah. talking about here, that yeah. he's there, that he loves you, that he cares about you, it really does make it easier to stand. Yeah. It, makes it, it makes it easier to win, really, yeah. because those circumstances – what we see, what we touch, what we hear, what we feel, what we sense in our in our five physical senses, you know, whatever that is, no matter what those circumstances are, we realize because we've taken the time to build the evidence through the promise that the promise is greater than the circumstances. Yes. And and it, and if we'll just keep the promises and keep if see if Peter had taken kept his eyes on the promise of the word come, he would have continued walking on the water, which I mean. I, I, you know, I just think here you got a man walking on water with yeah. God, with the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, you've got Peter walking on water, but he began to sink because he got his eyes off the promise, off the word come. And so as he if he keep his eyes on the Lord, he could continue to walk on that water. Hey, we're happy you're with us today on Local Matters. I'm your host, Dwight Henry, along with Pastor Ron Allen. Today we're talking about what it means to stand in faith. And Pastor Ron, I want to come back to a point you made earlier as it relates to making it personal. Yeah, oh, I yeah, mean, that okay. making it personal. So you've got a promise, you've got a nugget, you've got a truth from the Word of God that that uh, appears to apply to whatever need you have. But unless we personalize it, you know, uh, as I tell our Bible school students, nothing is dynamic until it's specific. Wow. It can be truth and powerful, but unless you personalize it and get it written in your heart. And that's why I, I love to do, and I do this with our Bible school students, some, and even with life school, you know, I just there's a verse in there's a verse in Psalms that says, Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits. Mm-hmm. And I have them put their index finger up in the air and put it on their chest and say, I'm loaded. Yes. I'm loaded. Yes. I'm loaded over and over and over until it gets into the brain and your heart that this is for you. I'm loaded. It's, it's personal. And Dwight, that's the way you make it personal. Yeah. The way you make it personal is you have to own it. You have to say it. You have to decree it. You have to be the one that says, when his word says all things that pertain unto life and godliness have been given unto me, then I'm going to say, Ron Allen, all things that pertain unto life and godliness has been given unto you. They are your promises. When his word says that neither life nor death nor things present nor things to come shall separate me from the love of God, I'm receiving that promise for myself. I'm saying, God, you wrote this in your word. You had people to give their life's blood so that this word could be written. I'm going to take this promise for me specifically. I'm going to make this dynamic because it's going to be specifically geared to my heart. And, And see, Dwight, I I know there's thousands of promises in God's Word that I probably have never ran across to see them being specific for me, but there's thousands that I have. and the But the way we activate those and make those our personal experience is really, uh, for lack of a better word, to claim those promises for ourselves, claim the Word yeah. of God, and what our identity then is, is established in that promise, what He gave us. You know, the psalmist said, Thy word have I hid 
in oh, my yeah. heart well, that I might not sin against you. I've hid it's treasure that you hide treasure things that are bad. Mm-hmm. I put it in the core of my very being that I might not sin. Of course, that word sin means to miss the mark. Miss. So th- that's what he says. So and what we have to come because of the word of God. And you're right. I mean, we need to just megadose on it. Yes. I mean, we need mm-hmm. we need. I started to say a little dab will do you like that old commercial, <laughs> but we need more. We need every day just somehow yes. just to spend some time getting that word in our heart, rethinking what we already know, have the Holy Spirit reveal things to us about about, about that. And when we as we go and we learn more and more and more, we react out of our new nature and out of that word that's in us, and we realize that if as we go through life, because of Christ's completed work and the promises of His Word. We're bigger on the inside, yes. <laughs> on the inside than anything that come can come toward us on the outside. And Dwight, that what that does in our lives is create a praise. You, you know, whenever Israel was faced, I think it's in Second Chronicles, Israel was faced uh, with three different armies coming to, toward them. And you know what God did? Spoke to the prophet and said, "Tell the praisers to go out first. Yeah. Tell the people that are going to praise and thank me to go in front of the army." And what he was Can saying, you imagine how the praise team must feel. Are you sure about this? <laughs> Lord? Yes, I know. No sword, like, no spear. You just want to sing in the raise of hands. You just singing and praising and playing yeah. instruments and worshiping you. But yeah. see, Dwight, that's a principle yeah. that their heart was established on the promise. And they were giving praise before they saw oh, yeah. the answer, before they physically saw it with their eyes. They were already thanking God. Why? Because they were standing in faith on That's the good. promise of God. Yeah. The, the word of the prophet came and said, the praisers go forth. And I mean, good night. I mean, you think about that and you think about the the boldness and the courage that that took to say, this prophet has spoken this word and I'm going to take that word and then hear the whole music, all the musicians and the singers went out in front of the army and as they went out in front of the army, Dwight, and they were praising God, the enemy camps began to turn and run away. And that's, I'm convinced, Dwight, when we stand on those promises, those circumstances will bow their knee. They will change those circumstances. And even if we don't see them change immediately and we still continue to hang on to that promise and keep hope alive, you know, uh, I'm a firm believer in keeping hope alive. But if we keep that hope alive. Those promises become even more of a central uh a core in our being they become more real to us than life itself than all the circumstances that we may face and we act and react out of that we, we you know the, the the scriptures tell us you know that uh uh, that that praise and and I've talked this for a long time and just it seemed to have new revelation of that as time goes along, you know that praise is the highest. There's different kinds of prayer. Yeah. Praise is a form of prayer. Yes, and the reason that praise, I think, well, at least one of them, is the highest form of prayer, is because it aligns itself with that scripture that you believe that you receive, not when you see it. Not when you can put it in the bank, not when you feel it, but you believe that you receive when you, you pray. pray. Yes. So if I'm praising God and saying, God, I thank you that that my that I have peace of mind. I thank you that my needs met. I've got a word to stand on, and I receive that before I even see it manifested in the physical. I'm praising God for it, so it becomes more real to me. I was praying about something today that that I, that I haven't seen yet, but I know that I will, mm-hmm. and because I believe that I receive when I pray, and it lines up with the Word of God. So well, that's why we 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 don't petition. Once we have a word to stand on, we praise God and say, God, thank you that your word is true. It's mine. I personalize it. I stand in faith. I'm not waiting to see something. I'm just watching your word to work. And Dwight, that's a gold nugget right there. Yeah. That what you just said is a nugget in the I mean, it's a huge nugget. What you said is we don't petition. We don't we don't we don't petition 
after we've made the request, the next thing is thanksgiving. Yeah. The request is based yeah. on the promise, but then the praise comes because we believe God in his yeah. word. With thanksgiving. Yes, with it's thanksgiving. It's been fun. Or had it too fast, though. <laughs> what it means to stand in faith, and yeah. we trust the audience has been blessed this afternoon. Good to be with you, Pastor Ron. Oh, you too, Dwight. Happy to have you with us. Join us next Friday, same time, for Local Matters.